0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book podcast. My name is Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right. And we're here with our uh, number two in our, I guess, number five in our Star Wars series because we did the three Star Wars comics before this, which directly led into our comic as well. So I'll I'll call it part five.
1: Did we do Vader in three parts? Yes, we did. Yeah,
0: we just because yeah, we went we spread whole, like a lot. Yeah, yeah because it was twenty five issues, so we did it in three episodes. Yeah, it was oh, a good yeah, comic, right. so it was pretty easy. Oh yeah, finished her out. But yeah, so that's what we're here to do today. We're reading more of the, the uh, Doctor Afra book, going through. This is actually an event that takes place in the middle of Doctor Afra called the Screaming Citadel, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Yep. Um, more or less an Afra story. Like Luke and Leia and Han are in it, but it's not about them at all. Oh, not at all. Yeah. So they're it's,
1: just kind of side. Luke, kind of more so, just because he spends most Luke, time with bit. Afra, yeah, which I I really liked how like uh, Luke was written like through this wrong like I felt like it was super oh, yeah, spot no, on. That, That's
0: pretty solid. Oh um, yeah, so but but definitely more of an Afra story. Definitely, I would say. yeah. Um, so that that's why we're doing that whole event today, uh, and then next week we'll be talking about the third arc in Doctor Afra. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're gonna have some like acid flashbacks of when uh, we we read the first Vader series, and it was like all the like the artist trying to like make it look like the actors oh, so and then Lord some LaRocca. of them literally yeah. just look like they were copy and pasted digitally
0: yeah some of them are pretty bad yeah
1: because th- th- i got to that one specific han solo one you would uh text it or sent it to me on discord like months ago when yeah. you were reading this on your own and i got to it in the comic and i just yeah, died just han Solo's head <laughs> pasted on a piece of armor yeah it not is not the worst <laughs> thing i've ever seen <laughs>
0: Uh, but that is our plan for today, and then obviously we're watching all of the prequel movies as well, so we will be uh, watching Attack of the Clones today, which is way worse than I remembered. Yeah, not great. When I was a kid, I think I the only parts I actually retained was everything like from Geonosis onwards.
1: And all the parts without <clears throat> Anakin and Padme. Yeah, well, I completely
0: <laughs> blocked all of that out, apparently, because that's all of the movie. Oh, yeah. So more well, than 50%. That was tough to get through, so yep. hopefully uh, Revenge of the Sith is better. But we'll be talking about that towards the end of the podcast if you want to skip ahead mm-hmm. they also did put the uh this is just marvel unlimited news i guess they put started putting um is releasing a, a book called star wars the high republic oh really it's basically like uh, a new kind of era like a new genre of star wars books which is kind of set in like that kOTOR kind of uh, old republic era oh cool um there, there's a couple novels that are being released from this era and then there's a comic book running i've read the first issue it was Okay. i um, okay. I'll still keep reading it for a little while We'll see if it gets better, but uh, interesting. Who's uh who's doing that? Um Colin Bunn is writing the novel. Um or was it Charles Soule? I can't remember. They're both daredevil people. Okay. <laughs> it bothers me. Um, but yeah, someone's writing the uh the, the novel who's a comic book writer and I can't the person who's writing this comic I've uh, I've never heard of, um uh Kevin Scott, so this is the first comic from them yeah, I'm, I'm not reading, bringing about but, it. uh the art was okay. Uh it's just you know, I feel like I'm missing some context, so maybe I'll keep reading and see what goes on. Gotcha. Uh, but so far, nothing beats Dr. Aphra. That's definitely the best Star Wars comic I've read so far.
1: So this takes place during the Old Republic?
0: Uh, Dr. Aphra? No. The, oh, this uh, other one? Yeah. yeah.
1: God, what if that's a, like a slight hype up to them actually coming out with a new Cold War game? <laughs> we will see. That's <laughs> beyond wishful thinking. But... I mean, there's been some <laughs> solid rumors, but yeah, I'm definitely grasping at straws, but yeah. I'm hoping. I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, yeah. I'm I'll only... be hyped when
0: I see it. But... Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Until then.
1: For sure. Well, depending on who does it, also.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, instead of uh, I mean, KOTOR, is all it is is Star Wars D anD d You could just play Star Wars D anD d True. Yeah, uh, we'll be testing I, that out. Yep, I am. I am hosting. Uh, I'm getting a game together. I'm doing like a, a three uh, three off. I'm trying the uh, the Star Wars Five E rules. We'll see how that works. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. Yeah, you got a great character. We'll have to see what you what your what your roll up. Here. I know. I, I got a couple. It's tough to nail down. There's a lot of cool ones. Oh, yeah. there's When you play a Star Wars game, there's like, oh, let me look at how many species there are. Oh, there's a lot.
1: And yeah, because it's like first instinct. I was just like, oh, I'll just be like a normal Jedi, dude. That'll be cool. But then there's like so many different like species and different kind of like how they retool the classes to make a like, more yeah. sta- uh, Star Wars theme. It was Oh, really no, cool. it's pretty
0: dope. Yeah, there's a pretty solid rework. I was surprised. Yeah, you, you, you should play a salacious crumb. <laughs> <laughs> I like that <laughs> name. Oh uh, wait! Oh wait! Who that was, was that again? Jabba's little monkey? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. What if he was secretly a Jedi? He, hey, you never know. Why do you think he was there? True. Yeah, the he had a was purpose. Strong with salacious crumb. Yeah, <laughs> Jabba knew that, and he had to keep him under his he thumb. Did. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, our uh, plan is to uh, read more of Doctor Aphra next week, and then watch of The Sith*, uh, and then who knows? That'll be the end of our Star Wars stuff for a while, but I'm sure there's more to come back to because I'm realizing these comics are like a little better than I thought.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, definitely.
0: Uh, we, we we I was going on a tear with some Star Wars stuff recently because I just finished watching the Clone Wars show and that is fucking. Oh, amazing. you finally finished it up? Yep. Nice. I've been I've been sleeping on that show for way too long. I, I wish I had like watched it when I was a kid because I would have been all about that shit.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely something I got to start soon. Oh no, it's really so, fucking good. I, I, have you started
0: the Bad Batch yet? Yep. I'm oh, caught up on it. So, oh hell yeah. Uh, it's, it comes out weekly, so ah gotcha. First two episodes were they were pretty good. Okay. Um, I I, I don't know how I feel about it yet, but it's one of those things where you got to keep watching. It wasn't bad, sir. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Uh, But without further ado, I think we can get into what our book for this week is. Uh, We are getting to, like I said, Star Wars, The Screaming Citadel, which is a a crossover event between the Star Wars book that was being written by Jason Aaron and the uh, Dr. Aphra book, which, of course, was being written by Kieran Gillen. So they kind of teamed up for this story. Yeah. I can go through the entire creative team here because it is bulky. Uh, on the first issue, we have uh, art by um, uh, by Marco Cecchetto, who does art for the current run of uh, Daredevil. Okay. And I, I was like really hyped when I like was rereading this. I was like, wait, was the art for this way better than I remembered? And I, I was reading through this first issue. I'm like, this is pretty fucking good.
1: Yeah, like we were talking about the likeness of the real actors and all that. In these Dr. Afra issues, not like the Screaming Citadel and like the other uh, normal the Star, Star Wars, Wars ones. ones yeah. Like the when it's, uh,
0: what's his name? Ciccio? Uh
1: No, Ciccietto. he's only
0: on this Screaming Citadel number one. There's another artist who does. Yeah, but
1: I'm, I'm calling out that like the way he draws Luke and like the characters yeah. you know is a lot like less uncanny vet. like it actually works they look way. like just people yeah, yeah like it looks a little weird in your brain because you know what they're supposed to look like but like I think I've, it's a good yeah. like middle ground
0: I think yeah I'd rather see like an artist's interpretation of what they think Luke Skywalker would look like for than, sure than yeah. I would see, rather see someone try to draw Mark Hamill definitely like that always like and that's kind of what like it is in this first issue especially like flipping through it that's one thing I noticed immediately was like uh the way uh, Marco Ciccietto draws Luke is just like it's not like even, it's it, good it, yeah it's not even but what I like about it is it's not not even like instantly recognizable as Luke. Like exactly. It is, yeah. Once you like, do, once you see the coat and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like, like I said, we don't have that uncanny valley problem, like you, like you mentioned. Yeah. But yeah, it opens up with uh Doctor Afra. Oh, I gotta go through the creative team. What am I doing? <laughs> Where everyone who drew this comic is listening to this podcast. About to scream <laughs> at me. I'm sorry. Uh But yeah, first issue was uh, written by Kieran Gillen. Like I said, art by uh, Marco Chichetto, uh, who is amazing. Colors by uh, Andres Mosa. Like I said, the story as a whole is written by Kieran Gillen and Jason Aaron. And then uh, we have some other artists on the other books, as we do with most event books. Uh, Salvador Laraca, who was on that Vader book, is yep. doing the art for Star Wars. Uh, Andrea Bricardo uh, does the art. And then we have uh, Antonio Fabella on the colors. Uh, letters by uh, VCs Joe Caramanga across the board. Um, this whole arc is kind of about... Uh, it's, it's basically about Afra tricking luke into coming with her on like a heist mission yeah and completely <laughs> just playing him for a fool like he had no reason to come here whatsoever oh yeah he totally fell into that um because what she because the way we ended the last arc was oh wait before we get into this i wanted to tell you a funny story um based on what we talked about last week yeah so remember last week we were uh this will give us a good segue into what i'm about to explain to uh last week was all about uh afra going after this like ancient jedi artifact like uh the uh or do you expect do they were yeah uh, because we were confused because they were talking about how Jedi are like obsessed with immortality mm-hmm. like that was a big thing like it was like in the ancient lore they only wanted to learn how to become immortal and I was like oh, that doesn't strike a bell like I don't remember that from anything yeah yeah um it actually came up when I was watching uh, an episode of the Clone Wars oh really and. There's this uh, scene where basically, because it's basically a four-episode arc where Yoda's trying to figure out how to become like a Force ghost. It's just a bunch of backstory to explain that. Gotcha. Um, but there's a hilarious part where he's. It starts out where he's uh, he hears Qui Gon Jinn's voice, and it's cool because Liam Neeson came back to do the. Voice, oh hell which is yeah! Dope yeah. Nice. Um, and he hears Qui Gon, and Qui Gon's like trying to teach him how to do it. Yeah. Uh, initially, and then the voice goes away, and he's like, "Wait." Heard it in the Force I did. Qui-Gon it was. And then he goes <laughs> to the whole council, and the whole council's like... If you heard Qui Gon's voice in the Force, like that must mean something. Like we have to meditate on this. Like all together, let's all meditate. Yeah, yeah. And it's this really cheesy scene where like Yoda stands in the middle of the Jedi Council room, <laughs> and every member of every Jedi Master in the circle kind of gets up and goes on one knee, like Friday Night Lights style. Yeah, and they all put like one hand on Yoda's like <laughs> arm, like almost. It almost reminded me of that Donald Trump photo where they all have their oh hands yeah, on they're praying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um. Like, it's Yoda just sitting in the middle while all the Jedi Masters put their hands on him. It's like, we must group meditate. And it literally, like, they're all sitting there. And then it cuts back, and, like, the sun goes down in, like, a fast-forward motion. And the sun rises again the next next morning. And it cuts, and they're all still standing there. Oh, God. And the funniest part, they're all still standing there the next morning, still meditating. And Yoda's eyes open. He's like... Heard nothing. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my god! And They all stand up like, "Yeah, we didn't hear anything either." <laughs> so they're all Jesus. Sitting there. That was a waste of time. <laughs> all sitting there that whole night. <laughs> uh, Yoda's pretty wise, right? Should we keep sitting here? He's never made a mistake before. <laughs> <laughs> How long are we giving this until we like actually say something? <laughs> I'm so hungry, Mace Windu. Can we stand up? I can't feel my shoulder. Not until we hear a voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're like bullshit. I guess it was <laughs> when you started that. I would. I first
1: imagined Yoda was gonna run in and be like i heard qui-gon jin's voice like he's alive he's trying to teach me something and
0: the, the council just being like how high are you right now <laughs> That's what they done. no, no was, they just went it all in like on they it. trusted him completely and they oh, were like yeah. we'll meditate until this works oh yeah why isn't this working it's the next morning jesus christ we were here for 15 hours
1: <laughs> god and none of them like punched a wall or anything <laughs>
0: Oh my God! I just, I just literally bursted out laughing. This because when it cut to the morning, I was expecting him to be like, "heard him, we did, we all heard <laughs> yeah. him, didn't we?" Some amazing <laughs> things didn't work. It did. I was like, "You were there for fifteen hours, <laughs> dear Lord!" God damn, Yoda. That's oh, was so funny. But yeah, it just reminded me of because of the whole immortality thing. Yeah, but, yeah. So they actually does tie back to something. It but, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's where we start out this week with uh, Aphra kept on to that uh, that shard of the, the Jedi who was going to keep himself immortal by basically keeping himself in this shard as, like, an AI god. Yep. Um, and so she still has this old Jedi master, like, his personality in this crystal. And so she goes to Luke with that, saying, like, oh, I, I know you're a Jedi. Like, I figured it out. Like Because she was the one person who, like, would have figured it out because yep. she learned about uh, Vader's son, yep, and uh, in, in the Vader book but way back when. That's why Vader wanted to kill her, mm-hmm. and so she like has figured it out. Like, oh, you're a Jedi. Like, I, I you know I know you are, but yeah. Well, without about- a master, exactly. So if you want to learn how to be a Jedi, then I have a Jedi master in a jar here. <laughs> yeah, maybe we. Can how bargain. convenient, right? So uh, Luke's like oh, okay, like that sounds reasonable. What do I have to do? And she just like, oh, simple mission. I'm just going to take you to a place called the Screaming Citadel. Don't think about the name. Yeah, Uh, and not a ominous name. (laughs) We're going to go. We're going to make a deal, and it'll be a hunky dory. Well, everything will be good. Yep, no strings attached. Uh, I love the design of um, of the queen. Oh, uh, yeah. The one who runs the Screaming Citadel. Like the, At least the way she's drawn in most of the issues, for some reason, and I, I hate to keep shitting on Salvador LaRocca, because I really... I, I know. not against the guy. He does... I, art I like a lot of times. Definitely, yeah. This is not... Again, it's a really weak arc from him, though, because like even, even the way... Because oh, the way he draws movie characters we've talked about is yep. laugh... It's, it's just bad. laughably bad. It's just so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. So <laughs> bad. I won't... I, we don't have to keep talking about that, but no, there are no. other problems. Like, the way that... Uh, it's very bland in, in a lot of parts. Yeah, the queen looks the most like a human when it's in the Salvador La Roca issues, which is, I don't think that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, and, like, it's not based off of any character. Like, that's something he could have just gone, like, on the range Go for. Go full but stylistic with it? Yeah, yeah, but, like, it it, it looks very, like, human Like, hyper-realistic like, yeah, human, yeah. Yeah, and and like... like the-
0: it's the only one where the eyes, like, have pupils. It's yep. so weird. Yeah, it's an interesting choice. Yeah, but normally, like, the design of it's pretty dope. It's just, like, this woman with, like, very pale skin and, like, a red dress with, like, these horns on her head. Almost, like, uh, has, like, Batwoman vibes, like, just because of her, like, white, pale skin tone and the red hair. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but more, like, demonic. Yeah, like,
1: in these issues with the white eyes, it looks perfect. And then once she gets, like, at, like irises and pupils, it's like, ugh.
0: Yeah, it's a little too much. Um, cause but, like,
1: it, cause they, it definitely seems like he was going for a very like macabre vibe. Like these people are very witchy. Oh, for sure. So yeah. like,
0: yeah, like just go full out with it. Just yeah. embrace it. And so, uh, Luke heads out with, uh, with Aphra to this place, to the screaming citadel where it's basically this queen with like a bunch of power who, uh, people go to make gifts to her, like bringing rare things throughout the galaxy to make a gift, hoping to get some reward in exchange from her. Yep. Um, most of them get turned down and it turns out that a lot of people in this town are kind of just like parasites or like she's put parasites into them just like feed off their life force Mm -hmm. um so it's just like a whole whole thing that she's running um and is just planning to get in here so she can uh uh, wake up the uh the crystal uh, the jedi crystal to get the jedi master in it yep uh luke ends up going off here without telling han or leia um and then there's another character who uh i had not been introduced to until this arc named uh uh, Sana, yeah. who it's implied has had like a former fling with Afra, yeah, um, like they used to be a couple or but, something. But at this point, like the first time she sees Afra, she takes a shot. At <laughs> yeah, her, so.
1: no, no questions. So that ask. did
0: not end well. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a messy breakup. Yeah, we don't have the full context, but that's pretty much all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I said, Han and Leia don't have a, a big part to play in this arc. Um, they kind of just go to rescue Luke and then just kind of, Han just fucks it up, like, immediately and just becomes, like, mind-controlled. Yeah, gets
1: instantly, like, not seduced, but just, like, randomly bumbles into the queen and is like, oh, you're mine now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they tried really hard to, like, make him sound cool, but just kind of made them sound like a dick, where he's like, oh, yeah, lady, you might have magic powers, but I have a blaster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then, oh, that doesn't matter. And then he instantly just gets mind-controlled. It's like, oh, buddy, what did you expect to happen? Were you not paying attention to the plot? (laughs) Anything. Uh, Oh. um, and, yeah, so he gets mind controlled and he fights against everyone. Um, the cool parts come with with uh Dear Lord, Luke. Lord, this page. Oh, God, his yeah. His face. <laughs> any part where, like, because Han definitely looks the worst. He must have had a really hard time trying to, because Leia sometimes looks fine. Yeah. It's decent. weird, because sometimes Leia looks fine, but Han is always the worst. It's it's very there, noticeable. Like, it must have been one of those things where he's just like, I can't draw Han Solo. What do I do? <laughs> Harrison Ford's face is just, it's so weird. It's too weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm trying to figure out, were these the same parasites that Afra ran into in the, her first issue? I believe like, so, yeah. The ones yeah. that she said took down empires? Because yep. it does seem familiar. It sounds just like that one. It, I'm pretty sure they're the same thing. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she might be responsible for this a little bit?
1: Maybe not. Unless there's other it, caches of them. Because yeah. if, I mean, if this planet and this queen is supposed to be like, she has- anything anyone can imagine, and, like, all the
0: crazy types it of technology. It does seem like it's outdated her being a doctor, yeah. Yeah, Seems I like suppose. it's been here longer, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so she basically goes to the queen saying, like, hey, I have a Jedi, like, this is my gift, like, uh, in return, I want you to activate this crystal I found. Um, and she's like, oh, I can do it, like, a Jedi is interesting, bring him to me. And they go to dinner where she... Oh, yeah. Have
1: we made it clear that, like, this lady wants to, like, suck Luke's soul, basically? Oh, it becomes very clear (laughs) when uh, she
0: brings out these dinner plates, and she's like, oh, if you're a Jedi, move the dinner plate with your mind. Or yeah, open it up. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I can't do it. I can't figure it out. But then Afra figures it out before he does, and he's like, wait, don't open it, because inside is one of those, like brain yeah, two of parasites. them for yeah. each of them uh and so they're instantly like he, she was just trying to double cross him from the very start yeah which is like one of the first things we're told about this woman is do not trust the queen that's yep. literally how the first issue ended <laughs> and afra's going in like i got it yeah she seems like a good gal i mean she does get away with what she wanted yeah oh uh, yeah she gets betrayed and then basically uh luke gets strapped to this like machine where he's going to be used to uh to help like basically increase her dominion over this place using his jedi powers yep um and Afra does get what she wants. The crystal is activated, which ends up helping Luke escape as well.
1: Yeah, um, that was a really cool sequence. That
0: was yeah. That was one. of, That was my favorite sequence in this arc. Cause yeah, because like, he gets in like a psychic battle with the Queen. That was dope. Yeah, it gave yeah. me like uh, X Men vibes. Like, For with sure. Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Where yeah, it's literally like Luke with this parasite in his mind is like in this like headspace, but then he's like, greeted by Sir, this Jedi Master. Who Yeah. Because uh, Afra like
1: throws the.
0: Like the crystal, like puts it near him or whatever. Yep. And he actually tells Luke to keep the parasite. He's yeah. Like, this thing is ultimate power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you being a Jedi, you could rule the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> and Luke's like, oh, I'm not about that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll pass on that one.
0: Um, but he is able to kind of use, like, it does wake him up, give him enough knowledge that is needed to kind of use his psychic, like you know, like, force abilities to break free and win this battle. Yep. Um, which is a, a pretty cool scene. Um, Which which is why, like, there's cool parts when you have a person like Luke Skywalker in these stories. You can have stuff like that, which you wouldn't normally be able to do in a book like this. Oh, definitely. So I, I don't mind incorporating the Star Wars stuff as, like, a pit stop as long as it doesn't, like, start overwhelming, like, this character, Dr. Yeah. Aphra. Which, it, 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 as far as I've read, doesn't seem to yeah yeah during this stretch it definitely didn't yeah like this arc like the other event that was in the vader that one felt more obtrusive than this one did this one felt definitely um like this one felt unneeded but it was fun enough where it was like it didn't feel like a waste of time yeah definitely
1: Um, like at least it was cool
0: right exactly like some (laughs) events end up feeling like a huge waste of time where like you're like oh none of that mattered and it wasn't that fun so yeah well that was sucked yeah kind of lame like so this one like story-wise like it's probably skippable but you know, you could do a lot worse for your issues. I think it's pretty fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially like the way, like, like I said, I think it it really benefit from making itself just letting it be an Afro story because she's really good at driving the plot just because of how like unpredictable she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luke actually ends up taking out the queen. Like she, he's even like, this is bad news. Like I, this is yeah, you gotta yeah go. we can't <laughs> let
1: we can't let this go on. <laughs> like, you're running like a blood kingdom
0: here. I'm sorry, this one's. A- <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, she gets taken out, although we do find out at the end that the because like, the real power behind her was the parasites. So like that's kind of still around. So yeah. um, that's going to be a problem.
1: Yeah. Luke totally puts Afra on a roast bone at the end of this, too, because this whole time Luke is basically being like obviously super gullible and like trusting because right. that's his nature and han and lair like yeah like why did you go along with her like we thought you were being kidnapped like this woman's bad news like what are you doing it's yeah. like no like she's she has good intentions like she's a little rough around the edges but then by the end of everything Luke's like yeah uh, stay the hell away from me and my friends oh, i don't want to sure. see i don't want to see you ever again oh for sure
0: because <laughs> there's a great scene i forgot to call i'm glad you brought this up because there's a, a one of my favorite scenes in this that i forgot to call out where, because one of the reasons he goes with her is because he has this thought, like, Doctor, like, he, like, has a sense of character, like, probably using the Force, like, being, like, you're not as evil as, like, you claim to be. Like, you're, like, you have good in you. Yeah. And he kind of, like, is trying to, like, pull that out. Um But there's a really good scene where... um he looks at her and he, and he's like, you know, I've met people like you. You're just you're just like Han, like you're rough around the edges, but deep inside you want to do good. Yeah. And you just see her there's a panel of her just looking at this device in her hands and she's like, keep thinking that. Like just keep thinking that, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then literally the next scene is her like reverse pickpocketing that bomb onto him. You don't know it at first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the guards come in and he's like, "Sorry, I told you." It's like, I'm really sorry. He's like, no, it's okay. You don't have to apologize. And she's like, oh, not about that. I bought the bomb I put in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't even know yet.
1: Because, yeah, because Luke basically is like, yeah, I mean, you used to work for the Empire. Like, you're – then the Empire is evil. So, like, right. why would you do that? And she's like, well, I mean, for – like where I came from, like that meant security. Like yeah, like we were always under siege, but they provided some kind of security. yeah Like, any
0: piece is better than war is what yeah. she's saying. Yeah. And, but
1: then Luke is like, Yeah, well I came from a fucked up situation too, but like I kinda spun it into like positive things and didn't just, Oh yeah like, cause he's like, Well, I'm not just a person. farm boy,
0: like my whole family was killed by the Empire. Yeah, and like Afro definitely felt bad about that. Yeah, and that's when she's like, Oh, I'm sorry and he's like, No, it's okay and she's like, Oh, not about that, about the bomb I put yeah. in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's like
1: they kinda had similar experiences, but Afro kinda right.
0: got turned. Turn like bitter for after sure. it, and then yeah, Luke yeah. kind of took the optimism. Road. So that's a cool parallel. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah the uh, the next arc that because that's kind of where we leave it for Afra, she gets away with her crystal that now has the awakened roar in it. Yeah, and so she's gonna go and try to sell that. And the next issue is so fucking good when she tries to do that, it's so good.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna keep going, or um, we are keeping going. Yeah, but at, are, next are we gonna get to the end of this, or there's no, still probably more? Not. It's, yeah, it's
0: like a fifty issue run. So yeah, probably I'll not. probably finish it out regardless. Yeah, it's really fucking good. At least as far as I've read. So Got gotcha. you. I don't see it stopping anytime soon uh but that's pretty much where we leave it next week we'll uh start out with Afra trying to sell that crystal at like a like a gangster like museum heist kind of thing it's pretty dope oh, really mm-hmm. nice i haven't read any of that star wars comic we've i guess besides what we've read for the podcast like the main run yeah i mean it, it's probably fine but that art i just can't i don't know if i could do a whole run with that art i again. don't know <laughs> yeah it's just i hate it like just you're an artist Just stop cop copying like people's face it, to be honest it might have been a mandate that's the thing like yeah. but,
1: but i mean the other well the other i guess books don't like that,
0: that, that was Afra though not yeah. star wars that, that's like true. maybe because it's under the star the wars star banner. wars book maybe yeah. yeah i mean who knows but it's yeah it, it made me not want to buy the book <laughs> i don't yeah. know how much it worked it's a little off-putting uh so that that was uh we didn't talk about that That was actually the second jason aaron book we've done as well oh yeah uh screaming citadel because he half wrote that gotcha Uh, and i can definitely see a lot of like jason aaron isms in that in that run that we just read too oh for sure uh i think we'll come back to that when we do uh jason aaron when we do thor that'll be uh late late this year i believe yeah i think late summer fall yep for uh uh, love and thunder i almost said ragnarok and Thunder. (laughs) there's another ragnarok yeah it's the the half sequel Uh, that will bring us to the second segment of our podcast today where we made ourselves, for some godforsaken reason, uh re-watch. I mean, this was your original idea. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I have no one to blame but myself. You brought this on us. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. I thought it held up better than this. I'm so wrong. <laughs> you were
1: sorely mistaken. I will eat crow because, Although, and one thing I will say, and I think we've talked about it, but so with uh, Revenge of the Sith, like mm-hmm. Luke's talked about it before, but like there's like a super cut of it with like. Certain scenes from like Clone Wars added in in certain segments to like give context. Yeah, there's like some mega cut somewhere that's supposed to be like actually really good. Yeah,
0: I wonder because I I wonder if I'll like it more after now that I've watched Clone Wars. I don't know. I mean, is Revenge of the Sith had the benefit of like uh, George Lucas had been like writing Clone Wars when he made that show because there's some things that from that show that actually lead into Revenge of the Sith. Gotcha. Uh, But yeah, so I don't know because I don't think it's going to make it any better because if I've learned anything from these two movies. It's not like the, the, the setting and the characters and any of the designs that make it bad. It's just the writing. Yep. It's just what makes just it bad. And just the overall direction. And there's no fixing that Mm-mm. with like anything else. Cause like all the stuff where like the stuff that makes it cool is like all like the new designs and like all the cool like visual stuff. Yeah. And like the music is always amazing and carry stuff, but like the writing and like actually watching the scenes is such a fucking drag. <laughs> Which is, which is why I'm glad that Clone Wars exists, because it takes yeah. all the stuff that I thought was cool, but then ended up sucking and making it good. Yeah, actually cool.
1: taking like good intellectual property and like doing good things
0: with it. Let, let that be the, the quote that uh, people inscribe on plaques, that it was good <laughs> and cool. Not only good, Expert but Expert critiques cool. you'll get on this podcast. <laughs> Not only was it cool, it was good. Pretty good. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> glad someone finally said it. <laughs> someone had to. <laughs>
1: Oh god!
0: Uh, but yeah, so I, honestly, if if you we these movies should all just be watched once, and then everyone should just watch the Clone Wars because that's the the only Star Wars property that gets me excited about Star Wars. Yeah, I feel like after watching these, I'm gonna have to just for a palate cleanser. Yeah, before the Mandalorian and before Clone Wars uh, came out, and before I read this Afro comic, like I had completely just given up on Star Wars. I had, ri- <laughs> I had, I had written it off. I a- was like, after I, after what. Uh, Uh, Last Jedi trilogy, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After that, I was like, "This just sucks now," and that's fine. I'll just move on. Uh, but then this other stuff came out, and I was like, "Yeah, I like this shit again." Yeah. But then I go back and try to watch the old stuff. I'm like, oh my god, it's still bad. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't get better. That's the
1: thing with Star Wars. Like, it's a great universe and like great characters and settings. But yeah, whenever it's in like the sole hands of George Lucas, like it's yeah. just the or JJ Abrams for that matter.
0: That yeah, that yeah. didn't pan
1: out either. Uh,
0: but yes, I'll kind
1: of stand behind Ryan Johnson in Last
0: Jedi. I know oh, you sure. won't, but no, I, I I think there's some really good things in that movie. There's a lot of problems I have with it still, but. I think I'm really happy with like the direction they were going with that movie. I, I think if Ryan Johnson had gotten a whole trilogy, it would have been dope. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. I think that would have been the best way to do the whole thing for sure. Because like Ryan Johnson clearly had the biggest ideas,
1: Def- and like he wanted to take like some chances actually, and not just do like super cookie cutter stuff. Yeah, and
0: he was it was the only movie that felt like it had emotional beats too. Or yeah, exactly. Or like had like a specific style that it stuck to. Right. For sure. So, I mean, I'll definitely give them that. I mean, granted, the whole like casino plot felt like it was just written be a different movie. That was bad. (laughs) I do do really like the anti war part of it because it's the only like time in like an actual Star Wars movie we get. Like, that's another part where it's just like, wow, substance. Holy shit. What is happening? No, totally. So, like, the plot is kind of out of nowhere. Like, I mean, it felt like a good Clone Wars episode, but when it's like a Star Wars movie, it's very strange. But anyway, we're not talking anyway. about that <laughs> We'll get to that soon enough. Yeah, we will. Enough. Oh, God. Uh, but Clone Wars, God, because we're just trying to avoid talking about all these Anakin-Padme scenes. That's what we're doing. I mean,
1: yeah, because there's really not all that much to talk about. The it, plot's
0: very easy to describe.
1: Half of it's just Padme and Anakin being weird, yeah. and, like, <laughs> Anakin being, like, a weird faux Shakespearean, like, romantic. Yeah.
0: And it it just comes across so awkward. Yeah, it just feels like a bunch of scenes of, like, young Hitler seducing Ava Braun. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: literally what it is.
0: Yeah, I totally spaced or, like, forgot how fascist Anakin is, like, right off the bat. Yeah, and it makes sense. It's just... Oh, yeah. It makes you really look badly on Padme oh it makes Padme when look she's horrible she's just sitting at this picnic and he's like dictatorships can't be that bad one day <laughs> I'll be very powerful and she's like wow how fascinating <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like maybe they should be forced to agree with us be like oh you're so funny that's
0: so interesting nodding her <laughs> head
1: <laughs> oh man and yeah like literally one of the first things Padme says to Anakin when they first like meet up again or run into each other it's like oh you'll always be that little boy on Tatooine to me and it's like that's a bad thing to say with uh, knowing where this movie's about to go yeah (laughs) Yeah. I don't like that
0: Uh, (laughs) oh man Uh, but yeah so this movie plot is very easy to describe I'll do it in like two sentences Uh, Anakin fucks off with Padme yep Uh, Obi-Wan discovers a conspiracy Yep, that's pretty much it they're two completely anakin's might as well not be in this movie oh no no like if you don't give a shit like one scene yeah this is pretty much the obi-wan kenobi i mean he
1: goes back with the whole thing with his mom that was i guess kind of important yeah Yeah. it's also really extreme for the first time we meet anakin oh god yeah (laughs) i totally forgot that like obviously everyone knows he kills all the padawans in the third one but i totally forgot he slaughtered an entire village of tuscan raiders and like boasted about killing the women and children, too. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> and again... It's a like, rough look. And Padme's just like, well, I'm definitely overlooking that. That's
0: <laughs> it's like, if you want to tell me Anakin, like, as a Padawan, slaughtered a bunch of Tusken Raiders because he was mad they killed his mom, I'd be like, that makes sense. He'd yeah, be like, the, okay. He was Darth Vader. Yeah. He was like a Dark Lord. That makes sense. That's what a Dark Lord would do. Yeah, it's a Sith rage. But then Padme just being there like... You know, I'll still always love you. Yeah, like, she literally has
1: a line where, like, these things happen. Like, you lost, like, or you were angry or something like that. It's like, are you seriously defending this? Man.
0: Uh. She's making it sound like he, like, overreacted to, like, a sports team or something. (laughs) Right? I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have smashed my phone on the ground.
1: (laughs) It's okay. You killed a
0: village of people. (laughs) They'll make
1: the playoffs next year.
0: Like... If you want to just send him back to the Jedi Order and just like not make a, a big fuss about it, like yeah. that would maybe be a little bit more believable than you still being like I'm in love with you, I'm <laughs> madly in love with Unless you. Unless Padme was just a piece of shit, which if that's a take, then sure. But I don't know if I like that. Yeah,
1: I mean she was a beer Cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a little rough. Yeah, not cool, Padme. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, don't date fascists, right? Uh but yeah, the, I think all the Obi-Wan stuff is cool. I think that the whole movie had been about that with Anakin, do like, with him solving oh, yeah. that mystery. Or at least, like, meeting up with him sooner than he did.
1: Y- yeah. Although, uh, I will say one good thing or positive thing is that the the Anakin and
0: Count Dooku fight is pretty good. Oh, and sure. then the Yoda one's like, okay, you know, he's flipping around and I think stuff, all the but- stuff with Geonosis and past, like, it's not... Shakespearean, but it's fun enough where it's like watchable. Oh, definitely, um, yeah. Which a lot of it. The rest of it's not.
1: Yeah, and like all the Django Fett stuff and Obi Wan, yeah. like that whole
0: encounter and how that plays out is really cool. And like you, I think Phantom Menace. There's, I don't think there's any saving that movie. I think, no. it, I think it just needed to be reworked entirely from the ground up or <laughs> thrown away this movie i think could have been saved because there's, definitely there's at least there is actually an interesting conspiracy plot going on here they don't show it in interesting ways no, a, no no at all but there is one on this under the surface that they could have mined
1: because there's the biggest like detail and thing that they like explain or show to us is Is basically Palpatine control alt deleting like an entire planet from a map archive. Oh, yeah. And and that's what he hinged the the entire plan on, basically. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that was the. Well, no, because actually he, he wanted them to find Kamino palpatine because he wanted them to find the clones because the clones were oh all, yeah
1: i suppose yeah that was right. a trojan horse oh
0: true true yeah um, so that was part <laughs> no, but of But the plan.
1: funniest part of that is that like obi-wan the fact t- that
0: they didn't see that as part of his plan makes the jedi oh, stupid though <laughs> in hindsight definitely <laughs> yeah
1: but no the funniest part is when obi-wan goes to yoda when he's like having a class he's like not nah, this planet is supposed to be here but it's not on the map like what should i do and like yoda like all the kids are just like well I mean, uh, you're an idiot. Like, if it's if it's not on the map, but you know it's there, just go in that general vicinity, and it'll probably be there. Yeah, some
0: two-year-old's <laughs> like, they, they probably deleted it after. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. Like, pretty much just the Yoda goes to Obi-Wan and be like, did you try a surf- different search engine? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Is, uh, it's I only checked funny. bing.com, and it wasn't there. <laughs> it must not exist. Did you check Google, you weirdo? Try DuckDuckGo. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what? When I tried this other search engine, there it was. No, nah, what do you know? Because that's the thing. is like I, I get it. Palpatine wanted them to find Kamino. Like, he wanted them to find the army. But at the same time, it's not a clever place to delete something from the archive. Unless no. you're trying to make it seem like the dumbest person ever is trying to trick them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, which I guess is maybe what they're going for. I don't know. Could like, be. Because I, I think they're trying to make him think Jango Fett did it. So who knows? But- yeah, because I mean, really, the only... Piece of information they needed was that Django Fett
1: like was from here, so that that was yeah, the only link. Yeah, because he needed. was just
0: chasing the people trying to murder Padme, which is yeah. like the boring opening of this movie. Yep. Uh but like I think there's an interesting conspiracy here besides the uh, the whole deleting the planet bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, like there, because it's basically Palpatine. Placing like ten years ago, placing this clone army, like putting in the order, pre ordering it. Yeah. And then letting them find it with the chip that's gonna turn them against the Jedi. Like it's a pretty clever plan. Oh, it's pretty good. The way they're finding it is pretty cool, but like the way they're presenting the information is boring as shit. So no one ended up giving a shit.
1: Yeah, because it's literally like a twenty minute scene of Obi-Wan. Like talking to these, like the the yeah, yeah. whoever makes the the clones, and it's just them explaining every detail, like when the order was placed, what the order was, like when it'll be
0: ready. It's just like let's move along (laughs) because they do that mystery like so much more interestingly in the Clone Wars show. Where like there's parts where like one clone like figures out that he has a chip in his head and like tries oh. to convince everyone else and like they think he's crazy. Oh damn! Um, and then the, the Kaminoans are talking to like Count Dooku and be like they're onto it. We can't let them figure out they have a chip in their heads. Like there's such cool stuff you can do with that conspiracy. Yeah, idea. that's actually really cool. Yeah, because then it's like you're on top, like you're figuring out a, a conspiracy that goes all the way to the top. And like, yeah, of course yeah. no one believes you. Like, <laughs> it's such a cool idea. Yep. Um, but then yeah, they do nothing with it. It's like the whole movie is just about sifo Who is Sifo-Dyas? Yeah, the Jedi Master, and like everyone watching this he died like, like 10 years ago. I I didn't even as a big big Star Wars fan watching this growing up and everything, like like I said Star Wars is a big deal to me. Yeah, yeah. I did not even remember who that fucking character was, so I nope. was like this is boring. <laughs> no one remembered this. Not at all. Um but yeah, it's it. it would have, you would have had a fun movie if it would have just been Anakin with Obi Wan doing all that stuff. You know, yep. going to Kamino, Jango Fett, like all that stuff was kind of interesting. Going to Geonosis and finding the clone army with Count Dooku. Yep. because Count Dooku, or uh, I should say, Christopher Lee is great in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If you want a good villain. Yeah, just get Christopher Lee oh, for, for sure because he actually plays Dooku convincingly as like not immediately a bad guy at first. Oh, which for sure, dope, a dope way to play that. Absolutely, yeah. He's like, oh, I, I'm sorry, my friend. Like, I'll free you, of course. Like, this is all a big mon- misunderstanding. Yeah. like, like yeah, like gives him like a Sith Lord to react. Yeah. yeah, it
1: gives him, like, plenty of chances to, like, like hesitate or stop what they're doing or, like, listen to reason. Even almost tells him, like,
0: who the Dark Lord of the Sith is. He's yeah. like, if we turn against him now, like, I, I'll tell you who he is. And yep. Obi-Wan's like, never. Yeah, Obi-Wan just right off the bat. Yeah, so it, it, there's some cool scenes with that. Uh, so Then I, I you think- get that cool curved lightsaber, too. Oh, for sure. That's classic. <laughs> I love that handle the uh, the light foil, <laughs> but yeah, and then so the Geonosis stuff is cool. I mean, obviously, pretty memorable. Everyone remembers that scene because it's like where all the Jedi hop in. It was pretty memorable. Uh, like- yep. Because Star Wars had never been like that, where like it's like Jedi everywhere. Yeah, tons
1: and tons of Jedi. Yeah,
0: and then Mace Windu lighting up his purple lightsaber for the first time, iconic. Oh yeah, definitely um, chopping off Django's head. Oh for sure. Uh, and then yeah, like you said, the lightsaber duel at the end is pretty cool. Being able to see like Yoda fight for the first time, like that was act that was legitimately a hyped moment. I oh, remember. absolutely. Yeah, because um, like, that
1: yeah that was one of the big reveals
0: yeah. or like what people were waiting for. Like su- superficially cool, I'll admit, but yeah, still very cool. it's fanservice. I won't, I won't deny myself that. No, not at all. <laughs> um, I think this movie should have been – this is one more way to fix it: is Instead of making an attack of the clones and making the whole movie about this conspiracy that you made boring as shit anyway. Get to it uh, a lot sooner. Yeah, have it be the Clone Wars. Like, Take a lot of that stuff. I guess you just need Dave Filoni to work on the movies, which never would have happened. No. Take all that stuff that was in Clone Wars and make that this movie. Like yeah. A movie about like a three-war campaign right, or a three-year be- campaign. Because I'm starting to uh, wonder so- – in
1: Revenge of the Sith, they do, like, a pretty big time jump, right? Yeah. Where, it's a, like, it's a the clones year, and yeah. everything are already pretty set in place.
0: Yeah, so after this movie, it's going to be a three-year three, three year gap, which is the Clone Wars. The gotcha. Clone Wars took place for three years before See, and, Revenge of the Sith happened. I
1: think that's some of the scenes that they put in in that, like, "Quote unquote supercut oh, of probably, Revenge of the yeah. Sith" because yeah, like th- th- if they either should have put like more Clone War stuff at the end or middle of Attack of the Clones, or like at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith, yeah, which is obviously I uh, what sounds like that uh,
0: supercut is- tried to do. Yeah, I think everyone would enjoy Star Wars more if they watched that first because like the main problems with this movie and the next movie is that they made Hayden Christensen, who is a good actor and could have done this better. Oh yeah, uh, they made him so unlikable from the get go, mm-hmm. which is because. In 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 New Hope, the first movie we watched on this podcast for Star Wars, like the first thing like Ben Kenobi says about him, he's like, "Oh, he was an old friend." Like he talks about him very sadly, like he misses him. Yeah, but like we never get that impression in either of these movies. No. Not um, at all. Because he's just like, they wanted to make him like a, you know, angsty asshole because I'll, or else no one will believe he'll turn into Darth Vader. Yep. It's like, but that should be the shocking part. It's exactly. Like, like yeah. at, at no point in
1: like within the first 10 minutes of this movie, am, am I thinking like, how does he turn into Darth Vader? No. He's so nice. It's like, why isn't it happening sooner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, let's get to it. He's As far ready. as I'm concerned, he killed all the, all the fucking Tusken Raiders. Like now he's Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. That, that seems like a pretty big key. Yeah. Um, Whereas, like when you watch Clone Wars, like he's just like this happy, like he does. Yeah, have... I've heard or, uh,
1: plenty of people have told me he's actually like a good character. Yeah, in Clone he's Wars. like
0: fun and like likable, and like he does have dark moments, which kind of hint towards like a, a darker future. So they yeah. don't ignore it.
1: Yeah, but, but not uh, right off the bat in the middle right. of a date talking about how dictatorships sound kind of cool. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 it's completely God, it's just like George Lucas have a little bit of subtlety.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. That's really what the problem is. There's it... no subtlety in the room. Not ride. at all. I've been thinking about a cool word I just made up. Vader, <laughs> Vader. I just think it's so cool. Oh man. Or what was
1: it? Uh, Darth
0: uh uh insidious or like it was when they were making the the, uh it wasn't fallen order it was force unleashed yeah and they were trying to think of a sith lord and george lucas was like darth insanius (laughs) or uh what was the other one? Uh, it's it's worse even i can't remember though uh darth icky (laughs)
1: Icky. god i wish i would have done that (laughs) darth
0: icky to be honest though it's hard to tell if it was a joke or not because count dooku's name is darth tyrannis
1: that's okay yeah that came up in the movie that's pretty bad <laughs> it's
0: pretty, it's that's bad. pretty blatant <laughs> and like darth sidious isn't great but like we're used to it so it's fine yeah, i'll but roll with tyrannis there's a reason why everyone calls him come duke anyway. <laughs> for sure yeah that sounds infinitely cooler he should have been darth icky <laughs> <laughs> darth icky oh man Uh, but yes, that's, that's all there is to say about the Clone Wars. I mean, or Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. Um, we ended up talking about more. Talked about both, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) just because there's, it's a lot more fun to talk about. Yep. Um... Because without that too, you never humanize the clones, which like that's part of the tragedy too of like this whole Star Wars twist. Dude, when I was a super young kid, I used to think those were just droids. I didn't, (laughs) I didn't didn't realize
1: that there were like actual people under there. (laughs) That's a tragedy because like they all like are super robotic and everything. But obviously, it makes sense sense. now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like
0: you almost you like a couple times in the movies, extremely rarely do you take your helmets off. Yeah, yeah, and they're always CGI, so it makes sense. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that that's a that's a big failure. Then <laughs> it's for real though, because like that was one of the big things of the show is like humanizing the clones, because that's part of the tragedy is like they turn and like those were good people before the chips activated. Oh yeah, so like that's that's like a big part of like oh no. Yep, and like,
1: you kind of get that uh, with like Finn in the newer movies where like it actually shows potential that like clones aren't just like robots. Well, Finn, or, like... Finn
0: I, don't, I don't think was a clone. I think Finn was conscripted. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Because yeah. that... eventually, like they they shut down, stopped. making They stopped clones the clone. Yet. Okay. I forgot about that. Like The remaining clones still served as stormtroopers until they died. Gotcha. But, uh, until then, it was conscription. There's an episode of The Bad Batch, what, that new show that came out, that actually shows Tarkin going and like, putting oh, in Oh, yeah, yep. So it's a pretty cool scene where he's like, well, conscripted men are cheaper. They might not be as good, but there's plenty to die for us. So. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so that that's pretty much where that goes but then we'll uh, see more of the clones uh, and uh, their uh, treachery uh, next week when we talk about Revenge of the Sith oh yeah uh, and then talk about more of the Doctor Aphra comic which we'll have to see how that ties in every once in a while that comic will tie in in a way that we don't expect actually I, I think it does tie in because I think they go to the techno union oh which really is, uh, do you remember that guy in this movie with the big metal box and the glasses oh it's yeah like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I god run the techno union god damn yeah, it yeah that guy so, yeah uh, uh, Watt Tambor <laughs> oh man <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, so join us next week for more Star Wars. Oh, absolutely! Uh, we'll be reading the third arc of uh, Doctor Afra and getting to Revenge of the Sith. And then after that, I don't know what our plans are.
1: We'll yeah, figure we'll figure it out.
0: Soon soon coming up soon though is uh, Loki. That show is coming up soon on Wednesdays. That'll actually give us perfect timing for this podcast. Yeah. That'll work out. Um and then after that, Sweet Tooth. So that's in the near future. But until then, if you have any requests, is that gonna
1: be this year? Already? Sweet Tooth?
0: Yeah. Yep, it's coming out in Holy June. Shit, really? yeah, they they what? were yeah, they announced it super late. Damn, no way. That's yeah, it's, awesome. It's like done already. I yeah. was damn, I was picturing that wasn't gonna be until like next year or the nope, week. That's coming out in like a couple weeks. Hell yeah, nice. Yep. Uh so we're definitely gonna get on that because I love that comic. Uh, so that is our plan but until then we will figure out what we're going to do in the meantime uh, but join us next week we might know by then uh, usually we decide like the week before what we're going to read so yeah. if you want to keep up with us if you want to ask us or even leave a request yeah. we are over at uh, Twitter over at Agents of Podcast if you want to follow us you can reach out to us there we'll usually reply we're not dicks oh yeah uh, we might even follow you back unless you're some alt-right douchebag but <laughs> we'll figure that out I'll search your Twitter account oh yeah we'll comb. All righty, that's it for this week Join us next week, and may the Force be with you. Oh, yes.